Assalamu alaikum and peace be unto you and welcome to the male-female relationship series presented by the Southern Regional Minister of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. This series is brought to you by Supreme Spring Water, Live Supreme, Be Supreme, Drink Supreme, Supreme Spring Water. And now let us begin our discussion of today's episode of the Male-Female Relationship Series. And it is our humble prayer that it will benefit you in your spiritual growth and development. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of the Male and Female Relationship Series, that show dedicated to the growth of healthy marriages in and outside of our nation. We in the Nation of Islam are taught to open everything we do of importance, every meeting, event, and gathering by calling on the God in prayer. So at this time, please assume whatever position of prayer you find the most comfortable, and we pray. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the Beneficent, the Merciful, Master of this day of judgment in which we now live. Thee alone do we worship, and thine aid do we seek. Guide us on the right path, the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed thou favor not the path upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor those who go astray. Amen. All praise is due to Allah. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I believe that there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger. Greet everyone in the green words. Peace of My name is Brother Hashim. I'll be one of your co-moderators today. I have my colleague with me. Assalamualaikum. My name is Jazakia, and I will be your other moderator for the day. Praise be to Allah. And we have a fantastic uh, program set out for you today. The topic, getting on the straight path together. Now, if you don't need to get on the straight path, then you can go ahead and, and log out and you can face whatever you're going to face in your life. But to those of us who have sense enough to know we need to get on the straight path, this is the show for you today. So I, uh, at this time, Suzaki, I believe you have somebody to introduce to us. Yes, I do. At this time, we will be introducing our student assistant regional minister, Brother David Muhammad, who will give us words from the region. All praise is due to Allah. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness to the oneness of God who came in the person of Master Father of Muhammad, to whom praise is due forever. And that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is the exalted Christ. And the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is the anointed Messiah. And I missed, I would like to greet all of our wonderful viewers, our co-moderators, and our wonderful guests today with the greeting words of peace on behalf of student regional minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be unto you all. We welcome you as our co-moderator stated to another broadcast of the male-female relationship series, which is the vision of student regional minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad as he works hard to help the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan 
to build strong marriages and strong families. This is essential in this day and time. And this is essential to us becoming the people that Almighty God would have us to be. So we thank you, brothers and sisters, for tuning in today. And we look forward to a wonderful show. And so we ask you to spread this link far and wide and let your family know, let your friends know that they need to tune in so that we can build strong relationships together. Thank you. And I turn it right back over to our wonderful co-moderators and our wonderful guests. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamualaikum. Salam, sir. All praises due to Allah. Thank you so much for that, Brother David. So now at this time, before we go any further, we want to give our guests the chance to go ahead and introduce themselves. I know we have the great Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia. I don't want to say anything, give anybody no spoilers. So you go ahead, you have the floor. Go ahead and please introduce yourself to our listening audience. Assalamu alaikum. How you all doing out there in internet radio land? I'm <laughs> Brother Marcus Muhammad. And I'm Sister Cecilia Muhammad. And we are known as the marriage keepers in the nation of Islam, trying to help Minister Farrakhan to keep the house together, trying to help us to keep our marriages in 2021 on the straight path. And we thank you for allowing us this opportunity. Thank you to our regional minister and thank you to the assistant regional minister for giving me an opportunity and my wife to come on this program and share with you the wisdom we have been blessed to receive. Praise be to Allah. Thank you so much to both of you for coming on and accepting. So with that family, we're going to go ahead and take a brief intermission, as I always say, a little bit of water before the fire. So we're going to be right back. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back after that. Are you prepared if you have to leave your home in case of an emergency? With a portable emergency bag, you would have the food, water, and supplies that you would need for a three-day period. Order your portable emergency bag today by calling 770-884-2085. Do you have a business or product that you would like to promote? Feature your ads in the Male and Female Relationships series, Saturday 5 to 7 p.m. Email ads 4 Female series at gmail.com or call 678-744-7318. Praise be to Allah. And we are right back. That wasn't so long. So we're going to go ahead and enter into our long-awaited moment the question and answer period. This is where your marriage gets saved. This is where you and your wife can finally stop fighting in the kitchen. So we're going to go ahead and enter into this wonderful part of our program. So I turn it over to Zakia to get us with our first question for the day. Yes, sir. So our first question for the day, we're just going to wet our feet a little bit. And what we want to know is, um, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia, how would you all define the straight path? Hmm. I would define it as following what Allah bids us to do, following 
whether you're Christian, whether you're Muslim, whatever you say you believe, you're following the path of your Quran, you're following the path of your scriptures, which basically means that Jesus, the prophetic, and the one in our midst are showing us examples on what to do and how to do it. And even though we have free will to do what we desire, it is following the guidance that they gave to us. Uh, and I would liken it onto a map. If you're going somewhere and you have no clue on how to get there, what road to take, where to stop, then you will follow the map to get to that destination. Well, to me, following God's way is the map to our success. When we get off that map, that's where we create chaos for ourselves. Beautiful answer. And Brother Marcus? Yes, I would like to say that we, as Minister Farrakhan has already taught us, we've been deceived by the arch deceiver and... um the world is in the shape that it's in because we are not following God. We are following Satan himself, especially in this COVID-19 time. We have to know that we can return to Allah, to God and his power, his true power, if we would all turn and, and give ourselves our will back over to the great God that he is. Yes, sir. Beautiful. And that those are beautiful definitions of what the straight path is. And definitely is like a roadmap. Uh, it, it's, it's been a lifesaver for me. I can tell y'all that much as an individual. So we will go on and go ahead and go to Brother Hashim, who will, who will give us some questions from the brother's side. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, Sister Cecilia. Uh, well, I call you Sister Cecilia. Thank you, Sister Zakia. <laughs> Praise be to Allah. All right. So this coming in from the brother's side, a question. Uh, really, which really would, would suit you with for as long as you've been married, how have you watched yourself grow as an individual as a result from your relationship with your spouse? Praise be to Allah. Well, as we're taught that marriage is half of our faith. And to hear that and to know that it's like, okay, what does that mean? What is the significance of that? That marriage is half of your faith. It didn't say boyfriend, girlfriend. It didn't say shack up and live together and test it out. It said marriage is half of our faith, which means the trials and the tribulations that you go through in marriage is similar to the trials of you growing closer to God in that path. And why isn't the growth, if you are married for any length of time, you are going to have to grow. And we notice as the marriage keepers by Allah's grace, where we do a lot of one-on-one -on -one counseling, we do a lot of pre-courtship, courtship, single success seminar weekends. Mm. What we find is that when we become stagnant, we have stopped growing. When a marriage has issues and challenges, it's because someone needs to grow through some immaturity, some things that we do. And if we don't grow, the marriage goes to naught. The marriage dissipates. The marriage is a divorce because it comes to that point in your relationship where 
if we say we're made in the image and likeness of God, then brother, you are God. Sister, you are a God. The scripture said you are made in the image and likeness of the God. So brother, you have the attributes of the God. Sister, you have the attributes of the God. So if we're in the house and we are recovering Negroes, and my, I call it niggatry. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what it is. If if we are not putting God's way in us, the Negro will be alive and well. So mm -hmm. for us, by Allah's grace, July 4th of next year, July 4th of 2022, it will be 30 years of marriage for that us by so Allah's grace and permission. So the passion we have to help couples is you are nowhere. Your problems you're having is not new. It's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. It's do you have the fortitude, the strength of God next to you, around you? He's your vanguard, right? Let's say your juggler van, he's right there. Call on him because you need that strength to develop to go to the next level of your relationship. And the journey is of such because the God wants you to grow to the next level. Mm -hmm. So you want to be tried by your spouse and you're thinking, oh, I'm being tried by this person, but you really, the God is trying you to grow you to the next level where you can reach him. The closer we go through the trials and tribulations of marriage, your relationship to God grows because if you don't call on God, you ain't going to make it to the next day, to the next hour, to the next year. And when we remove God, mm. that's when the problems really amplify because we're not looking to God for our guidance. We're looking everywhere else but him. But when you call on him, when I look at our marriage, it's both of us having that personal relationship with the law for ourselves that we went to our personal prayer rug and we pray together every day as a family, as a husband, as a wife, God has to be there. And that's why we have to grow because those trials are there to make us grow closer to God. Praise be to Allah. Come on with Sister Celia. She said, cut the nigger tree, <laughs> cut the nigger tree. And a lot of us got a master's degree in niggatry. Yeah, <laughs> we got a couple of them. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, Brother Marcus, same question. Uh, how have you seen yourself grow as an individual as a result from your relationship with your spouse? Well, I thank Allah that he's making a man out of me. Come on. Uh, we do not start off as men. We may be 20, 25, 30, 40 years old, but we have to be grown up into being a man. Mm. And I don't know if you can do that without the agency of a woman. Mm. You know, oh, like okay. out there in 2021, they're trying to become men without a woman helping them mm. be a man. Come on. And I recommend marriage for every man because marriage will prove to you whether you are or are you not what you think you might be. And I can tell you that by Allah's grace, 
I've been so immature in my mm. marriage. I didn't even know I was immature. Mm. But my wife let me know you were a little immature. And it caused me a lot of pain, a lot of anger, but I worked through it. <laughs> because on the other side of the anger, on the other side of the, the getting mad and, 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 and immaturity is manhood. And when you work through the issues, that's when you can become a man. And I thank Allah that today I'm getting closer. Mm -hmm. I really feel like I can represent something to my brothers that they need to hear throughout our nation. You won't be a man without the agency of a woman. That's right. Many of us are running from it, running. We don't, we're not running to it, we're running from it because we don't want a woman to tell us that we're not yet a man. So I thank Allah that I, I was willing to go through the pain and the process to become a real man. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. 100%. Nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. Praise be to Allah. All right. Thank you, Brother Marcus and Cecilia, for those wonderful answers. Answer the question beautifully. All right. Zakia, turn it over to you. Let's see what else we got. Yes, sir. So one of our one of our next questions from the sister side is how does our individual journeys on the straight path influence our journeys as couples? And I'll repeat that. How does our individual journeys on the straight path influence our journey together as a couple? It is of great importance again for our spiritual intellectual emotional physical individual journeys you have to have individual because if you don't have individual then you personally as an individual husband or wife have to have goals that you're trying to achieve and mm -hmm. then as a family unit as a husband and wife you have a, a family goal a couple's goal you know, because again, the more I grow into who I am as a divine woman, as a feminine side of God, a co-creator with God, and I'm in my MGT class and he's in his FOI class. Well, why did the God master Muhammad give us separate classes? Because we needed to be trained separately to bring out the divinity that's in both of us. And the more we not just hear the word, but live it, breathe it, become it, then you the, the growth is substantial mm. for the relationship. And by Allah's grace, like I said, we've been married since we were both 19 years old. We've been married since we were 19 years old, we're in the process, by Allah, in the process of marriage since 19. And my husband was in the student ministry, so he was becoming a student minister. So for us to be married at 19, then he's in the student ministry, it's a projecting that path of being 
on God's path of doing things the right way, of striving to follow what we've been taught. So yes, your your growth is expediently necessary in the relationship because if my husband sees a flaw in me and vice versa, if I'm always working on improving myself, I can't say, well, I'm the same way I was when I was 20, when I was 30, then that means that I'm disrespecting God because yeah. God is ever changing. God, the yeah. seasons change, the years change. It's always January to December. It's always a month has 30 days, February, maybe 28, 29 days. But the thing is the seasons and the days change. So why aren't you as a brother or sister? How can yeah. we still be having the same disagreements and arguments when knowledge is here? nation you're being given the supreme knowledge wisdom and understanding then that means i have to put myself in that study path to improve myself so next year six months from now however i handle the situation i have more knowledge now so individual growth your relationship to god has to be constant and that helps your relationship to be constantly got fresh knowledge, fresh things to talk about, goals to achieve. Because in truth, what are we here for? We're here to build the kingdom of God on earth. So what do we look like being stagnant, stuck mm-hmm. in our bigotry, brother? Stuck in it. No, no, no. We can't be stuck in it when God came to make us a God. Yeah, no, that's right. Yes, ma'am. Beautiful. And brother Marcus, mm-hmm. would you like to add? that yeah give me the question one more time sister yes sir so how does our individual journeys on the straight path influence our journey as a couple well you have to be on an individual journey before you get married that's how a woman knows that you are somebody a somebody trying to achieve something it's a shame for a woman to marry a man and all he got going for him is potential. He ain't showing you nothing yet. He just got potential. Well, you can't marry potential. He's got to be able to show you a track record of something he's done, he's doing at this time that you can help him with. You know, it's a heck of a thing to for a man to marry a woman and he ain't doing nothing and she ain't doing too much either, then you both will be stuck, as Sister Cecilia said, with your your engrams fighting each other. We don't want that. We don't want that. And so I say to you that you have to grow. You have to put it in your mind as a man that when I get married, I am going to be a little bit more stronger in my understanding. I'm going to study. That's the one thing I see that we we slack off from. Not a a week or so after we we finish getting married. We think we're married once you say I do. That's Mm. not getting married. Minister Farrakhan said you, you, he said, how many of you are married? Uh, The uh, past participle. None of us are married. We mm. are in the process. We in Cecilia, we are in the process of being married. 
for 29 years. Mm. We're still learning. We're still growing. And I tell that to everybody, people who call us for counseling, we're still learning. We are not the completed process yet. Mm. And I tell all of you, keep on studying to perfect your craft. I have never been a husband before. My wife has never been a wife before. There's much that she has to learn. There's much that I have to learn. And Minister Farrakhan has, he's our example. Minister Farrakhan has been in this process for 68 years Mm -hmm. to Mother Khadija. Oh, the stories they could tell us if we only wanted to listen and hear their stories. We still have not yet pierced the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, his identity as a husband as his identity as a father of nine children. We haven't pierced that yet. Mm. There's much more knowledge that we are going to receive one day on his journey as a husband and as a father. I look forward to learning from that example. And I look forward to doing what he said. He told us that self-improvement is the basis for community development. If I am not improving as a man mm. and you not improving as a woman, see, that's when the relationship stops. We had our great minister, Minister uh, Abdul Malik Saeed Muhammad on our show. And he told us that we need goals in our marriage. He said, if you don't have goals that you're striving for in your marriage, I'll never forget he said this. He said, then your wife, your husband will become your goal. Mm. And you not them and their faults and what's going on with them and, and what you see in them. And, and that's not the aim of marriage. Mm. We're too focused on each other and we're not focused on the bigger mission that Minister Farrakhan is laying on our shoulders. This is not about you and your husband. It's not about your husband and you. It's about the bigger mission. Outside of you and your husband, who else can benefit from your marriage? Mm. That's what we're after through the marriage keepers. We're no longer just focusing on your problems specifically. We're after the big problems in the community that are around marriage. Mm, praise be to Allah. Those both were just so, just just fantastic <laughs> answers, especially when we're talking about the growth of an individual, because I feel like sometimes when you hear certain people talk about marriages, it's almost like, especially I know some of my lost found friends, and when they talk about marriage, it's almost like they're expecting their spouse to be a husband and wife, and they've never been a husband and wife. Never. Ever. Never been. And I'm like, never. you can't expect him to do this if y'all have never. This is like a whole new dynamic. So uh, that's those are just really beautiful um, answers and really bringing that to the forefront. Like, you know, we all change and grow. And in marriage, we're going to continue to change and grow. So again, beautiful right. answers. Praise be to Allah. And at this time, we will go back to Brother Hashim to see what the brothers have to ask. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, Zakia. So you and Sister Cecilia, Brother Marcus, you both, uh, in both times that you answered, you talked about, you know, the marriage 
unfortunately, if you're making certain mistakes, it ending in divorce. So this question, very simple yeah. question yeah. Uh, for you to expound more. What are the keys to a very generic, so you're going to have to, you know, milk it as much as you can. But what are the keys from your experience? What are the keys to avoiding separation and divorce? Mm-mm-mm. Number one, and mm-hmm. and and with our brother uh, that my husband mentioned, our Western Regional Minister, Brother Abdul Malik Saeed, when we were there for the fifth annual marriage retreat in Santa Ana, uh, a couple of months after that, uh, he shared what he was utilizing with couples, and we were sharing what we did with couples with a diagnostic, where it's a one sheet where you evaluate your marriage if you're coming for counseling. Um, or help or a conversation, an initial conversation. And the first category is spiritual. Why is it necessary for spiritual to be in your relationship? Again, we're going back to the root. You are a divine being. We're not going to escape that. That's why the devil Satan world is totally opposite of God's way. Why? Because if I keep your mind on sex, if I keep your mind on your lower self, then I can stay the master of this devilish world. That's why the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, our living and exalted Christ and Master Farrakhan Muhammad, are dangerous because they're returning you back to the nature in which we were created. So for our relationships, whether Christian, whatever our spiritual belief is, to have that as the cement, the mortar of your relationship. Our minister, Don Belouis Farrakhan said, we are not sufficient enough for each other. Because if God is not in that relationship, the niggatry will take over and we will soon depart. Because what is a Negro? They're stingy. They don't care. They have no nothing that gives them root. Like I say, if the wind blow left, we go left. If the wind blow right, we go right. But if God is your center, then that is the square that I stand on and I will not be deterred from me striving because the more we grow into who we are, which is a divine being, you are the children of not a far distant God. You're immediately a descendant of the God who created everything we see on the planet. And the more we get to understand the power of that, the peace that enters you now, because I'm not a nigga, a coon, a jungle bunny, or a shine. Why do they tell you that? They tell you that to keep you acting out of the nature in which God created us. And our beloved minister, when we listen to the Honorable Louis Farrakhan talk about male-female relationships, He always uses the word, the nature nature in which God created you. So once you tell me my nature, why am I taking on all these other mixed instructions? Why am I looking at this one or listening to that one? I don't need to. 
God is telling me my nature. Right. God is dictating the way I should go. He's given me the map to my success. And I can bear witness. If you deviate from what you told to do, you're going to catch hell and some hard times. But when you come back to the path that you know you shouldn't have left in the first place, you strayed off the path a little. But when you come back, the peace and contentment that comes over you because now you're functioning in the nature in which you were created. Whew. <laughs> Me too. That was so off the chain. I'm be honest with you. I forgot who was asking the question. Was that me or you, Sister Zakia? That was you, brother. Hachim. That was me. Okay, I had to check. That was, that was an off the chain answer question. I forgot what the question was. Let me look at it. All right. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, Sister Cecilia. You answered that beautifully. So, brother Marcus, uh, same question uh, from experience. What are the keys to avoiding divorce? Well, you first have to be a good communicator. I don't know why that's such a problem for us communicating. I don't know why brothers marry sisters thinking that I'm the strong, silent type. If she's going to talk, she'll have to talk by herself because I don't say much. We're so used to not speaking, even a little bit mm. other than I do you're saying I do to duty you're saying I do to communication you have to talk to her she has to talk to you there is no relationship the honorable Louis Farrakhan teaches us our example without communication mm. communication is the strongest thing that you and her will ever do in a marriage. Mm. You can't communicate if all you know is 400 words considered well. And most of those are little words like is and the and go and stop. You have to learn. You have to increase not just your vocabulary as a man, but you're the leader in the home. That's right. She's looking to you to introduce some new words to her. Tell me some new. Read some magazines. Read some books. Most of us, we stop learning when we finish with school, high school. We are always talking about what we did in high school as if that's real life now. You 35 years old. You ain't read a book since high school? See, you have to continue to read. That's why I love being a nation of Islam because we're taught that you can't even be a Muslim if you don't study. You have to study if you're going to be a part of this nation of Islam thing that we're talking about. We cannot have you in the nation and you just one of these soldiers who don't read or study nothing for yourself. Mm. You got to read. You have to Pick up something. You have to learn about being a husband. Come on. In my little black boom over here, I got thousands of books because I'm an inquiring mind. And then they taught me when I was a little boy, they said inquiring minds want to know. Mm. You ain't inquiring about nothing. Well, that brother Billy Preston sings a song called Nothing from Nothing 
leaves nothing. You have to want something out of life. And I'm so tired of our sisters leading us as men like we are powerless. Back in the relationship, you got to start reading and studying again. That's right. That's right. So she will respect you. Come on. She cannot respect you if you ain't doing nothing. If you're the master, you're telling her, baby, I I, I scored a billion points on the Xbox. A million, a billion points on on the the PlayStation, <laughs> and she's looking at you like, "What the PlayStation? The Come Xbox? On. This is the virtual world. That's not real life. Come on, get out here in this world and get <laughs> some land that we can call our own. Won't you do something Ooh. productive in this life? This Come world. On. This reality." That she can lean on you and say, my man did it. My man did it. Come on, Brother Marcus. Oh, we got to do better than what we're doing. Mm. Teachers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Minister Farrakhan are very simple. Do for self or suffer the consequences. Come on. And all we're seeing as this COVID 19 stuff rolls out that if you haven't done something for yourself, you are now suffering the consequences. Mm. God don't want you suffering, brother. He wants you to benefit from his coming, his presence. And he came not just for Minister Firecon. He loves Minister Firecon. God loves Minister Firecon. But that's a sign to you how much he loves you. And he came for you to benefit from his presence in the world. He wants you to acknowledge him and bow down and do his will. That's what God wants in 2021 from all of us. Mm. Praise be to Allah. Go ahead, Brother Marcus. Make it happen. And what you said Brother Marcus, it reminds me of a story that I heard of a brother uh, asking for advice of one of the ministers. I don't remember which one, but he was basically saying, me and my wife, we go to sleep and there's no food on the table. Mm. And the brother told him, he said, brother, if there was no food on the table, you shouldn't have went to sleep. (laughs) And and that's what you said. What you said was beautiful. All praise is due to Allah. Thank you very much. Zakia? Yes, sir. So um, our next question is a bit is a bit long, so I'm going uh, to make sure I put it in parts. But it all goes together, and it kind of has to be answered together. So we have, first, what are some signs that someone is falling away from the straight path? If the spouse is falling from the straight path, what are some ways we can get them back on the straight path? If now, if the spouse decides not to basically go through with the suggestions and they continue to fall away, what should you as the person still on the shrink path do? I'm a, it's uh, real heavy. I know. Uh, uh, all of that, I'm going to put it together in, in one, basically. <laughs> if we feel that our spouse is not living the life or, or straying from the straight path, are we going to the God about it? Are we asking a lot to help us to help them? 
mm-hmm. you know, because again, it goes back to that relationship and to look at and analyze what's going on in that person's life, because we know life happens and it can, it, if, if our fit, number one, if we're not praying, even if it's not together, we always ask couples, are you praying together? But we also want to know, are you praying at all? If there is no spiritual foundation there, then that's where the problems start to seep in. So if we see there are issues going on in our relationship, honey, you know what? We haven't said Faja prayer in a while. Can we tomorrow morning, can we get up and start to say Faja prayer together? Honey, after Fajr prayer, can we read the Quran together? And, and, and I would love for you to lead the discussion. See, we have to, we are taught, we are scientists. Look at the situation, what's going on in the person's life. Like We always say the word, when we say intimacy, most people think, of, oh, yeah, we're about to talk about sex. No, mm-hmm. in to me see. Into me, see what's going on with me as an individual. Am I dealing with disappointment and frustration and stress? Look at what I'm dealing with. How can you be a doctor to me because I am sick? Mm. But if we don't see our spouses or even anybody in, in our path, we're supposed to be redeemers, resurrection of the people. That is in your home, your children. What are they dealing with during this pandemic? Your husband, your wife. We have to become spiritual doctors to know that it is a spiritual disease that we're dealing with mm. and to be able to say, I, I'm, I can judge you all day long. I can say what you're not doing, you're not doing this and you're not doing that. If I'm sick, why are you going to help me get sicker? I need you, like the minister said, in closing the gap. I need you to communicate high degree knowledge and conversation on the God level. Talk to the God in me and don't keep dumping on me, but relieve me of the pressure or the pain or the stress that I may be under. And we can help each other that way instead of most of the time we're condemning, criticizing, and complaining, and you're not helping the person to come out, you're burying them deeper into the rut or the depression or the frustration. And for that person too, look at the environment of the people around you. Are you purposely, and we use this word, we've been using it for the past two years, especially since the pandemic, be intentional in your actions. Be intentional in your movement. Okay, my husband really respects this one. Or my wife, she really respects this sister. You know what? Let me have him over for dinner or let us do something couple-wise with a zoo. Be wise and powerful in how we attempt to help bring people up. Mm. in, No matter what it is to help them to go, come up out of that condition. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. And Brother Marcus, would you like to add on? Yes, I would like to ask you, please say the question one more time. Sure. Okay, so what are the signs that someone is falling away from the straight path? What if the spouse is falling away from the straight path? How can we help them get back on the straight path? 
And if the cup, if the spouse decides, refuses the help, what should, what should the person do? Well, the thing that you have to do is you have to become a master encourager. That's one of the skills that we have to become proficient in, encouraging each other. A lot of us are not good encouragers. We know how to tear down. Oh, my God. We are masters of the tear down, of the beat down. But we are not encouragers. And we don't know how to lift somebody on the tone scale to a better level than we found them in. You know, like you said, Cecilia, you know, if I'm already down, why would you, why would you say that? Mm. Is that what you, is what you're saying encouraging to me? See, you have to know, and first you have to have yourself, you have to be a, 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 a strong enough person that you will not let them bring you down, but you are there to bring them up to where you are, hopefully, you have to do that for them. And in marriages, we we do that for each other. Mm. You know, you have to know how to read the screen. As Minister Farrakhan said in domestic violence, you got to know what's going on with your husband, what's going on with your wife. You got to be able to read their screen. If you haven't spoken all day, if the only time you talk to them is when they come home, and that's a problem right there. Mm. You have to talk. We talk all day long. We talk because you never know what is happening from hour to hour sometimes. So you got to check in to know what's going on with your spouse. You mm. have to be. Uh, a person that is really trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be, almost independent of your spouse, because if your spouse is not able to do that, right, you still got to be that. Mm. You have to be strong enough. And I don't know if we are strong enough to do that. The encouragement has to come from a, a place of strength. You have to know how to, you have to know the word of God as a woman, as a husband. You have to know how to position them where they can find strength in your words and in your counsel. And you got to start touching each other again. You got to hug each other. You, you got to release that oxytocin in their bodies that they want to give you, but you ain't there no more for them because you call them a hypocrite because they they don't seem like they're getting it no more. So you call them a hypocrite. But you got to be careful with that word hypocrite because I heard the Honorable Louis Farrakhan say this. He said, today's believer could be tomorrow's hypocrite. I never forgot him saying that. You got to be very careful for calling people uh, 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 names of disbelief after their faith. It is a, a job that only intelligent-minded people can do for each other. Mm -hmm. You have to 
weigh everybody's thoughts and opinions, and you have still have to encourage people at the end of the day. That's what I think we really have to be about in 2021. Who can I encourage? That's how I, that's how I leave my day. I always ask, who am I going to encourage today? That's what I want to do with my life. I want to build people up, not tear them down. There's enough people trying to tear you down. I'm not going to be one of them. Mm, absolutely wonderful. Those were wonderful um, answers. And um, when you were saying um, about the, you know, today's believer could be tomorrow's hypocrite. And basically we kind of have to be even in marriages and even in friendships. Sometimes we have to be, I guess, slower to judge. Yes. And it reminds me slower. I, it reminds me it's a part of the, um, the trip of laws of Islam is our success. And the minister talks about, he mentions Malcolm X and how people had so much to say about Malcolm X, you know, turning away from an obliged moment. And then um, the minister was like, well, we even have to be careful in talking about that because we never know what, you know, Malcolm X would have done before he was assassinated. He, he could have, and he was, as we know, on his way back. So we have to be very careful with that world word hypocrite. So that was just a beautiful reminder to me, not even in a marriage, but also in our friendships we have with other yes. believers. So absolutely in the brotherhood and sisterhood. Absolutely beautiful. And we will go right on back to Brother Hashim. Praise be to Allah. Thanks to Sakia. This question coming from the brothers is a very relevant question for this time as they all are. But this one is asking what are the root causes of the hesitancy and reluctance uh, for both parties to commit to marriage? Mm. What are the causes of this hesitancy and reluctance that we have today to commit to another person. Mm. Ooh, wait, there's so many things. <laughs> so I think about that. Uh, and it's definitely, again, we're taking on the coloring of this world. This world is not promoting marriage and family. It's promoting independency in the sense of, um, I can live with you. I can shack up with you. I can do, I can test. I can go like the minister said, you can go in the candy store. Mm, this candy good. I don't like that. Put that one down. Oh, you just testing things out. And the hesitancy is commitment phobia to commit to someone. The hesitancy, the hesitancy, say it again. Hesitancy. Hesitancy is. <laughs> I've seen bad relationships in my life. I've seen divorce. I've seen mm -hmm. domestic violence. We've seen generational destruction when it comes to male-female relationship. And we don't see, like the minister said, you don't see the hidden hand behind it. And because we didn't see the hidden hand, then we buy into what society says. Society says, eh, I don't have to commit. I don't have, what, who said, like I was listening to some somebody, who said you have to be married to, why marriage? Why can't I this or why can't I that? And it's like, what again, why are you taking on mixed instructions? It said, Adam was created, right? And then it says in Genesis, God says, it's not good for man to be alone. 
I want that to sink into our single brothers. It's not good for man to be alone. So here comes Eve to be your help meet. Here comes the woman to help you to meet. What is she helping you to meet? Your responsibilities to the God. She's helping you to meet your obligations as the producer, the dominion, the power that God naturally gave the man. The woman's there to help you to meet each and every obligation because I always say it's like the husband is the minister and the wife is the captain. And when the minute when the minister said, Well, you know what? I got this idea and that idea, captains. Can you help disseminate it amongst the soldiers so we can move out and make this happen? Help me. I'm gonna help you to meet what needs to be met. And what are we doing? Mm. We have to go back to the original goal. What are we doing? We're here to bring in the kingdom of God on earth. Mm. So if that is what we're here to do. PlayStation all day is not bringing in the kingdom of God. Come me, on, come uh, on. Me in the strip joint, me in the tobacco club, club, with all, all this other stuff is to deviate you from your true path, which is bringing in the kingdom of God. Why is it that I'm having problem? Well, you know what? I've been born and raised in the nation, so I got to get out here and wet my feet, and I got to do this, and I got to do that. Why? Mm. The devil's world is going out. Why are we focused on their foolishness? And God came not two miles, 9,000 miles to seek and to save who? Us who was lost? How were we lost? We were lost in the devil's world. The devil, the devil's world. So when it gets to our mind to understand, God came to bring me back to myself. Well, what is yourself? Yourself is a righteous Muslim. Mm. Is there anything other than righteous? No. Mm -hmm. So therefore, get on your path, brother. Why are why are these sisters single? You the sister, why do we have single MGT? FOI. Why are you looking outside of the woman who got why did God give you the MGT for you? Because she's being made to help you to bring in God's world on earth. She's being mm. purified. She's being 75% of the work is with her to make her into the woman of God to produce Jesus over and over again. Why are you running outside to get somebody who God did not put on that path for you? Get the woman who God gave you and watch you go up degree after degree to reprove Allah, Master Fraud, Muhammad, his exalted and living Christ and his Jesus and now Mr. Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Time out for this, <laughs> brother, and go get your wife who's in MGT class being made just for you. Come oh, on. Yes, yes. Woo. Man. I know that's right. <laughs> Man. Wow. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, praise! So much. Like I'm. I just I can't do nothing. I, I, I'm. 
Ooh, uh, 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 you said what, Zakia? I said mind blown. Yeah, man, that that was my everything we feeling. And that I'm not doing that on that was my question, right? Yes, it was. Your okay, question. all right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me. Uh, okay, that that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what are the <laughs> what are the root causes? Um, and you know, this is uh the minister says you can you can look at a man's wife and see the magnitude of man that he is. So, brother Marcus, you a bad man. <laughs> yes, he is. That's hey, right. That's right. That's right. Praise be, and we can see that just in the magnitude of the type of type of teaching that your wonderful wife just gave. I mean, that was off the chain. And that's what we're trying to show, brother. We're trying to show that our wives have something to say. Yes, sir. You don't have to have her beside you and she be quiet. She shut up. Let me do all the talking, baby. No, let her talk. She got something to say to us. Mm. Not just females, but men benefit as well from hearing what a woman has to say. Pray. You got to stop this chauvinist stuff that we're doing and practicing in the name of Islam. We have to stop it. Mm. That's right. So same question for you, Brother Marcus. What are the causes of this hesitancy to commit? Well, say you said most of it, but I can tell you that we're so afraid of the power of a woman. Mm. See, there's nothing like a woman who is spitting fire like she was just spitting, but she's spitting it at you, saying what you are doing and what you're not doing. See, our sisters need to be trained and given more skill in talking to a dead black man. You have to bridle your tongue for a while as a woman because most of us as men can't take your truth, your passion, especially when you put that passion behind it, we are destroyed even further. But I can tell you that the woman has much to offer us and I can tell you that it's through marriage that we can come up out of the condition that we are in. Marriage is the key. But now, sisters, if you've given it up to a man who has made no commitment to you whatsoever. My grandfather used to look at my sisters and my grandfather, he would say to them, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? And my, my sisters would be like, what, are you, what is my, what grandfather talking about? <laughs> but they began to gradually understand. Let me tell you, I had a cat one day. And the cat came to my back door. And the cat wanted some milk, I guess. I had seen Tom and Jerry all my life, and and I see Tom. They when when the cat would show up at the back door, they would bring milk to the cat, and I gave the cat some milk in the saucer, 
And I said to the cat, all right, take care of yourself. I get, I wave goodbye. Bye, cat. The next day, there were 35 cats on my lawn. <laughs> and I learned that day that when you're giving out free milk, every cat in the neighborhood will find its way to your back door. Please listen to that. Please know that if you don't put no value on yourself, sister, we will not have none for you. Uh, you have to respect you so much that he will try every possible way to get with you. And when he sees that it's not coming, it's, the door's not open for you to get in here. I respect myself. I respect the God who came for me. Mm. There's nothing for you here. He will do one of two things. One, he could decide that's the one I want right there. The one I couldn't get with, I want her. Or he will decide I'm out of here. I ain't, mm -hmm. I ain't waiting around for no woman who ain't putting it out for me. See, that's the thing we got to increase in the sisters, the, the wherewithal to say, no, you will not have me this night. This day, you will not have me. The virtuous woman is worth rubies. She's worth much. But you got to prove that you're virtuous in a world like this. And I tell you, a lot of times we be lying. We be lying. We be saying that I'm this way, I'm that way. But, you know, I told my daughters, I said, you should never have men at your wedding who can point at you and said, I had her. I know that. I, I had that right there. You don't want that. Mm. Be virtuous. We have to increase virtuousness among our sisters and our brothers because our brothers are, you know, doing everything they big enough to do. Men in the chase. Women. But they not chased. These brothers are not chased because they, they chasing women, but they are definitely not chased. <laughs> they chasing women. You know, everything that looked like it will bow, the men will say, I, I had that. I got that. I got that. But, the, you know, FOI should not be in ship clubs. That's right. We should not be in I'm to, I'm on security. No, you're not. Come on, that's right. We got to stop what we're doing. And I tell you, the issue with most of us is we haven't had no strong law put on us. That's why we enjoy doing the kind of crap that we're doing. A lot of this Facebook crap would not be going on if we came on there for a solid week and we said, we're putting the law on you, brother. Mm. Get you in boxing, sister. We're going to put the law on you. And when brothers know that there's law present, it will stop. But unless there's law, unless there's somebody willing to carry out the law, we ain't going to stop. Sliding in the DM. I'm telling you, we cannot go on like we're going on. Minister Farrakhan has worked too doggone hard for the last 65 years or better to produce this nation for us to be carrying on like we're carrying on. It is a doggone shame.
and we have to get back into the restrictive law of Islam, which saves our life. It's our success. It's our success. That's what the teaching says. It's our success. So, brother, you wouldn't see all of this fear of marriage. These brothers are not afraid of marriage. They're afraid of the responsibility of being with these sisters. And they, you know, they, they want to get a little something first before they will invest in the cow. No, you're not. That's not the way Mr. Muhammad set this up. You're not going to see what the sister working with. You're not going to see what the brother working with. These sisters and brothers are asking these kind of crazy questions. Can I see what he worked with? No, you can't see. Can I see what, what she worked with? No, you can't see. Until you say, I do on the honeymoon. When you say, I do on the honeymoon. Then you see what you got. But they say, that that, that ain't real. Where you get that from? No, that's real. Where you get that from? That's not our way. That's the world's way. We we have taken on the coloring of the world. And we have been so entrenched in it till it's up to, it's past our eyeballs, y'all. We are swimming in it. Yes, we are. We are so deep in it. And God has already come. His, His minister has did his work. He has did his work. It's our time now to stand strong and say, Allah, I'm going to live this life. That's right. I'm going to live it. I'm going to not just dip my toe in it, Allah, but I'm going to deep dive in your way, in your reality, because this world has nothing for you but heartache and hell. You, you having fun in hell? Well, keep swimming in it, but God already made heaven and you refuse to accept heaven and not half heaven, but get all of heaven. It belongs to you by birthright. If you're going to make a minor commitment to the nation, but expect a full commitment from the woman that you are going to marry. Mm. How are you making a minor commitment to the nation? I'll be around whenever I can. When I can, I'll be there. I'll be a part of the program. Okay, what is this? What are we doing this week? What are we doing this month? You're making a minor commitment to the nation, but yet you expect a major commitment from the woman. Come on. That's not right, brother. That's not fair. Don't expect that. Be a major commitment. I made a major commitment to the nation of Islam and to my wife. That's what we are talking to you about. Being committed. That's what we have to be. Come on. Praise be to Allah. Thank you so much, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia. You have, you really laid it out today. This is, I'm I'm going to be sure to rewatch and rewatch this episode and send it out and make sure that everybody looks at this because this right here, Truly, this is this is reflective on some keys to a very successful marriage. So, with that, family, we're gonna go ahead and into uh, enter into our six o'clock commercial break, and then we'll be right back with more. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Welcome to the male-female relationship series broadcast, which is the vision of our beloved student regional minister, Abdul Sharif Muhammad, 
the Southern Regional Minister of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and the Nation of Islam. Support Rise Magazine. Rise to the peak of greatness. Order your copy today by going to www.risemagazineco.com. Support Supreme Spring Water by going to www.supremespringwater.com. Purchase the books by Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad by going to www.abdulsharif.com. Purchase the new book, The Holy Quran and the Nation of Islam by Brother David Muhammad by visiting Quran19.info. Order your Ambassador of Love pen today by going to www.abdulsharif.com. Are you prepared? Order your portable emergency bag by calling 770-884-2085. Order your Now Journal by visiting www.nowjournals.com. Support ZM Demolition and Abatement by calling 404-913-7896. Get your unlimited high-speed internet and home phone service by calling 770-709-5533. Join the 10,000 Fearless by calling 404 437 Come by the Ark and support a collection of black-owned businesses located at 3638 Camelton Road in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information, call 404-963-1078. Also at the Ark, support Blue Seas Express and Catering fundraising dinners every Friday and Saturday by calling 404-963-1078. Join the Nation of Islam in the Southern Region by calling 470-291-9760. Tune in to the national broadcast of the Nation of Islam every Sunday by visiting www.noi.org forward slash webcast and thank you again for tuning in to the male-female relationship series broadcast praise be to Allah and we are back praise be to Allah this is Akia uh Sir, uh, catch up, Brother Hashim. Okay, praise <laughs> Yes, ma'am. All right. So, if you are enjoying this episode of the Male Female Relationship Series, which I know you are, then please, and before I continue, I do want to say this Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, said that if you withhold your money, mm-hmm. Allah will withhold his blessings from you. And naturally, this show and this broadcast takes money in order for it to run. So if you don't donate, then you can't be blessed from the wonderful wisdom and knowledge 
being given from this platform. So please donate to the Male and Female Relationship Series if we can get the cash app running across. Donate to dollar sign for male, female series. Donate whatever it is that Allah God has put on your heart to give, whether it be $1, $2, $3, $100. It don't matter what it is. We want it donated so that we can continue to run this wonderful platform. With that, I turn it over to you, Sister Zakia. Yes, sir. And um, at this time, because we want you all to know, all of us, we would know nothing if it was not for the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad through his divine reminder, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. So because of that, we are going to turn it over to Sister Andrea, who will be giving us a quote from the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. As-salamu alaykum. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We begin the language of mathematics with the number one. We begin our journey into the knowledge of Allah God by declaring that he, Allah God, is one. We begin the real journey of life through the institution of marriage. When we declare our desire to become as one, since Allah God is one, the universe is one, the only way that marriage can be successful is for the man and woman to strive to become as one. For the man to see the woman as an object of pleasure or further him in procreation is only partially seeing the purpose of Allah God's creation of the female. The strengthening of the union of the male and the female in the institution of marriage is the best preparation for the production of family. This comes from the sacredness of the institution of marriage by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. May these words be a blessing to those who hear it. All praises are due to Allah. Back to you, Sister Zakia and Brother Hashim. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And at this time, we are just going to go into our closing statements from the guests who have given us absolutely beautiful knowledge, beautiful advice. And this is definitely something we want to go back and rewatch. So at this time, Brother Marcus, Sister Cecilia, any closing statements, any thoughts, any last words of wisdom you wanted to impart on us before you leave? Just want to say thank you so much. We're honored that our student regional minister, Brother Abdul Sharif Muhammad, and the labor and staff, and all of you wonderful brothers and sisters, every week y'all put out this show, which is so essential again because we need to put out to the world the true way of life for them that agrees with them by nature and not some substitute information. So I say, I congratulate you. And again, it is always our honor to be here and people can reach us or go to our website, www.themarriagekeepers.com. That's www.themarriagekeepers.com, all one word, no spaces in between. Uh, you can see our 11 books that we have purchased specifically on different components of male-female relationships. Uh, you can call us at 770-256-8856. That's 770-256-8856, where you can reach Brother, Markless, Brother Marcus <laughs> directly to be able to set up either a one-on-one -on -one appointment 
uh, bring us in to do workshops or trainings. It's a plethora of things that we do. So again, go to our website to see some of those things and just look out for some new things that we will have coming up this week that we will be doing because right now, like I said, it's time uh, to bring in the kingdom of God. So we have to be about the business of moving with that intention, with that goal, with that mindset. And that means a new reality on all levels. So again, look out for the things that the marriage keepers will be doing in the next couple of weeks and months, again, to help almighty God to bring in what? our way of life as righteous Muslims. And no matter what we call ourselves, you're still a Muslim. That's right. And Brother Monty? I just wanted to tell you that we have been counseling people. Oh my God. We It's going, it's been back, back to back. Uh, we counsel people who are, uh, they haven't been married yet. They are pre, we have pre-courtship classes. Um, and it's to to help you to find him, find her. You might have a person that you already found, mm -hmm. but we have a class that is very. It's, it's me and Cecilia, and you and your courtmate, and mm -hmm. we talk with them, and we ask some serious questions um, that will help you to, to make your mind up. Now, if you've already made your mind up, if you found that tenderoni, that's right for you then we have a class for that. That's the the, the post-courtship class. You're about to get married. And we've taken many brothers and sisters through it. Uh, and But the, the, the main point is that we have a Symbus assessment that is so dynamic for our uh, couples who've already been married and couples who are in the process of thinking about marriage. Mm. We can take both groups and we can help them to really uh find out some serious things about each other uh it's a wonderful program uh that it's not it's not expensive and we can help you to do that to set up an appointment um just uh, simply call us at 770-256-8856 770-256-8856 and we will be sure to answer your call and take you in to confidence. Our sessions are 1,000% confidential. Ain't nobody gonna know your business. <laughs> so we, we say that to you. Uh, also, we've written 11 books uh, all around marriage and male-female development. Our books are very, very profound. I have to be honest with you. Uh, it speaks to marriage in 2021. And so if you would like to get a book to see what we're doing, uh, simply go to www.themarriagekeepers.com. Again, that website is www.themarriagekeepers.com. We will be very honored to talk with you all. I'm very happy that Minister Sharif and the brothers and sisters invited us to talk about the straight path because we we all have to make our minds up about what we're going to live in 2021. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy that we were able to be here with you all. We thank you and we love you and we ask a lot of protection on you and your family. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much. Praise be to Allah. We wish the same upon you all as well. And thank you for being our guest. So at this time, and as, as I said before, we will have nothing to say if it were not for the teachings of the Most Honorable Aisha Muhammad and his divine reminder, the Honorable Minister Lewis for our Council. At this time, I am going to turn it over to Brother Hashim, who is going to introduce our lecture by the Honorable Minister Lewis for our Council today. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, Sister Zakia. And thank you, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia, for being such wonderful and enlightening guests today. Uh, and it's something because everything that they said is really right in line with what we'll be listening to. Today, we have an excerpt from the Honorable Minister Farrakhan's lecture, Keys to a Successful Marriage. Mm -hmm. So, Without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and hear from the mouthpiece of God in our midst, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, the Mighty Tech Team, and go ahead and play the lecture. Now that's a shame that it has to be her. And sisters, you catch the brunt of all of the frustration of your husbands in this crazy, mixed up world. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad had a way for us to do it. First of all, he knows and he knew that our women have talents equal to ours, sometimes in some respects superior. But God holds the man responsible as the head of his family. Both the Bible and the Quran make man the head of his house. In order to be the head, you must have a head. You cannot be the head simply because biologically we are the male. We must be equipped with the knowledge with which to head up a home. You would not expect a person to lead without knowledge, would you? And you go to the leader, say, leader, uh, such and such and so and so, uh, what do you think? I don't know. Well, leader, uh, I want to do, what do you think? Well, I don't know nothing about that. Well, pretty soon you keep saying, I don't know. That man recognizes that he is the leader talking to one that claims to be the leader. It's the same way our women feel. See, the thing that keeps your home together is not your good looks or your physical prowess, but it is the knowledge and how you use the knowledge to maintain your home and your wife and your children and the proper use of knowledge makes women actually act like girls. Now, what did I say that for? Some sisters don't like that at all. Now, wait just a minute. I'm not putting you down. Just a minute. Do you know 
when a woman has a relationship with a man that is secure and she is secure, she acts like she did when she was very young. In terms of lack of, not the, 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 the burden, her voice reflects youth. Her mannerisms are very girl-like. That doesn't mean to put you down. I'm saying, and if you haven't had that experience, you ain't been in love with a real man in a long time. In fact, maybe you've never had that experience. And I think it's a wonderful one for you to have, especially if you're 80. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Now, wait a minute. When you are up in age, the right kind of relationship can make you youthful again. That's what I'm saying. And it is bad relationships that age you, mess you up, sister. You grow old before your time, and you actually think nobody cares about you, and then you just eat, 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 get fat, 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 and sit around getting nosy, looking at everybody's business. That's a miserable woman. And you don't have to be that way. I'm telling you, marriage in Islam should be a wonderful experience. And that doesn't mean it's not going to have its ups and downs. But I don't think any of you that get married should divorce within the first year. Or the second year. Or the third year. Take them three years to even find out what you're into. And if you can hang in there for three years, usually you can make it. But them first three, they're rough. Because that's when you're getting adjusted. And I know, brother, you think you can find better in some other woman. And I know, sister, you think you can find better in another man. Everybody looks good. Because you don't know. <laughs> but we are like pieces of wood cut out of the same pile. And whatever you find wrong in one, I bet you it's in the other. To one degree or, no, or, or, or another, we have similar problems. The idea in Islam is to help us to see that marriage is a struggle where a man and a woman with different natures, which means that you view things differently. A man and a woman can look at the same object. They won't see it the same way. And this means that a man has to listen to a woman, to look at it from her perspective. Your perspective is your perspective, but it is not the truth. It is absolutely necessary to listen to somebody else. Now, when you learn to really listen to a woman, she already has learned to listen to you. Yeah. 
But a man has to learn to listen to a woman in order to really hear what she's saying. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, the problem with 90% of the marriages is improper communication between two people. You're not listening to each other. You're not listening to each other. You're not really serving each other's needs. Well, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, in my judgment, as a spiritual teacher, knew the great talents of women, but he also knew that women would never be happy unless you really have a strong, developed, intelligent man. And the man is so timid to go out front and exert himself till he pushes you out front. You, you don't mind, but you would be happier if he would go out and take the lead sometime. So sometimes you even push him out. Sometimes you get so angry with him, you cuss him out to push him out. Now, brothers, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad Force a black man to get out. Force you, man, to go out and face that world for your wife, for your children. Now, in the beginning, in truth, our women stayed home. The men went out and fought this enemy in the world, brought the money home for her to take care of the children. That's the way it was with me when I first became a Muslim and I got married. I didn't have any children at first. <laughs> I never expected my wife to go out to work unless there was some absolute necessity. Now listen to this. My wife had more money sometimes than me when we were growing up together. She would always want to buy me things. I refused. From a little boy, nine, but 15, 16, 17, I do not allow a woman to take care of me. My mother did that. I didn't marry a mother. You understand? This is my life companion. You're not my mama, so I don't call you, hey, mama. I ain't got but one of those. And if you're not my mama, then I don't call, hey, pretty mama. See, that's a little boy that's still looking for a mother. He don't really need a wife. He wants a mother to look after him, to take care of him. And this is what most of our marriages end up with a mama. And that's why we use them nasty language or that nasty language that we use because the woman has never been treated as an equal sharer in this uh, partnership. She's been treated like she's our mother that has to help to nurture and develop us. Uh, brothers and sisters, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad never liked that. He didn't like that in a man. He never liked no man 
that couldn't stand up and be a man. See, there really is no excuse, man. In truth, I know it's hard out there. But when you got a wife and you got children, don't talk about it's hard, make a way. Because if you got the will, God will make a way. You will always be able to look after your wife and your children. Now, there was just something in me not to take nothing from a woman. Not that she can't buy me a gift. But I don't like a man that got money in his pocket and then spend his wife's money. That's not right, brother. Whatever a woman earns, she really helping you. Because it really is your duty, not hers. That's the fact. I found me a little place. And with my little money, I went and bought some wallpaper. Didn't know what I was doing, but I got up on the ladder. I had more paste on me than on the paper, but I was trying to work it out. People would come and look at us and say, this is bad, really bad shape. Well, it's all right. Two people can start off in bad shape, but they won't end up that way if they stay together and work as a team. You can do what you will, but you must stay together and fight to overcome the thing that would tear you asunder and destroy something that has the potential for tremendous beauty. We started having children right away. Worst thing you can do is live in your mother's house or your father's house. Get out of somebody's house. You don't have any marriage, brother, living with your mother. Your wife can't feel like a woman in your mother's kitchen. Mama always laying a meal on you. You know your wife just learning how to cook. And you stay in there with your mama. She's in there puff, pouting, puffed up all the time. You wonder what's going on. Mama says, I baked you your favorite pie, dear. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't like his rice that way, honey. He likes it like this. <laughs> Man, get out of your mama's house. We'll find you a place if it isn't but a room with, with just a bed in it and a little stove. Stay there till you can do better, but it's got to be hers. She's got to be in her own. She's got to feel the freedom to walk in her own and learn to please you and learn to cook the things that you want and learn how to do it. You understand? You can't have it successful in nobody else's house. Oh, that's my friend, I understand that. They might used to be your friend if you stay there long enough. Get in a place of your own, no matter how small it is, and grow from there. I went down to a secondhand place, 
found me a bedroom set. I would have loved the new one, but you see, I have never liked the way the Jews and others sell you things on time and then beat the hell out of you when you can't make the payment and threaten you. See, I'm a man. I don't want nobody coming to me threatening me about nothing. <laughs> Understand, I'm an honorable man. I pay my bills if I got it, but don't threaten me. I had a nice car one day. <laughs> I'd been paying on the car two years and then some and fell into some difficulty. You know what I mean? It happens. I got three months behind. Beautiful Seville. The man threatened me. He was going to come get it. I said, you come. I said, I bought me a gun. I said, you put your foot in my driveway, I'll blow your backside where I can't find you. And look here now, I'm serious, it's a heart attack, brother. I told him I'd throw gasoline and burn it up before I let you take the equity that I put in it. And I meant what I said, and I'd have killed him and burned the damn car, brother. See, when you work hard for something, you gotta be enough man to protect what you've earned. Because anybody can understand if you pay your bills that you get into trouble sometime, but don't threaten me. I'm a man. I'm not taking it. That's when you bring war out of me. I ain't never like nobody telling me that I owe them. Some of you love to buy things on time. Oh, it's so nice, darling. Let's get it. And the big dummy, he goes sign. Because he want to make you happy. But when he can't pay the note, and they threaten to come take your happiness, then you're on his case. Look, brother, debt is slavery. I mean, you can't get through this life without some kind of debt, but debt is slavery. I always like to be free. Whatever's in my house, I want to own it. I don't want to have no white man writing me letters every month. And the reason you are messed up like this is because you try to live beyond your means. And when you live beyond your means, you live in mental stress. This is why some of you have strokes and you're 20 years old. This is why some of you got all this high blood pressure because you don't know how you're going to make ends meet. I'm saying or suggesting that we all should live within our means. And there is nothing wrong with buying something secondhand until you can get it firsthand. Well, you don't look like you got on nothing secondhand. I can afford firsthand now. <laughs> but I couldn't always. And when I couldn't, I didn't try to play like I could. I dressed in used suits. Didn't nobody know it but me and the person that sold it to me. <laughs> And if you look real good, they never fit real proper. So you could tell, man, why don't they cat buy a suit that fit him? 
shoulders all out here, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tailor it so tight till the pockets meet in the back. <laughs> But my mother used to tell me, if you don't have a horse, you ride a jackass. The object is to get where you're going. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, it is money and the misuse of money that breaks up homes. You can't have a good marriage if you're arguing every five minutes over what to do with the money. Now, y'all got to sit down and talk this thing over. Especially if somebody wants to get you deep in debt and you say, well, sweetheart, let's, let's take it easy a little bit. She may pout a while. You hold too, brother. Or he may pout a while, but you hold too, sister. Because debt will destroy your marriage, especially when you get into some little difficulty and you're not able to pay your bills. That's when you start getting insecure and when you get insecure i mean he ain't got no peace no way man cannot have a peaceful home if his wife feels insecure all right just little little rules just little rules you know it's difficult brother and sister to marry a woman that you can't do anything for You meet a woman, she got a house. Her first husband died. <laughs> Left her with a house. She's got babies. Got a car in the driveway. What can you do for her? If you don't have a whole lot of sense where you can upkeep her spiritually and mentally and psychologically and emotionally, you better leave her alone. You can't handle that. You know, Prophet Muhammad married a woman who was very rich, but he had some stuff up top here that compensated. She had everything else, but he had what she didn't have, and that was that wisdom that develops and builds up character. And she loved him, that woman was 15 years older than he was, but they got along well because he had something to offer that marriage. It isn't always the age. I would marry her, but she's so young. Well, now, don't tell me she's nine. <laughs> we have to talk to you about child abuse, brother. <laughs> Child molestation, right? She should be mature enough to make sound judgment. But there's no real crime if you marry a woman older than you. If it's all right with you, it shouldn't be all right with anybody else. <laughs> but make sure, brothers and sisters, when you get ready to say that you want to marry, that you have explored all of the things as much as possible. See, what happens in marriages, you get too lost in sex till you never explore what you're dealing with until after you've said, I do. This is why in Islam, we do not permit sex before marriage. What? 
but let me out of this place tonight. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Sisters, free love never protects a woman. Never. I think it's, it's, it's hard on you the more you give in to your biology, it becomes harder for you. Because when men can get you as they want you, they never really want you. They go and get somebody that they feel is more moral. Very few men marry women that are knockabouts. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, They'll knock about with you. But when the time comes to choose a mate, they don't choose the knockabout. They choose the one that they couldn't get to too easy. Because a moral woman really inspires the true admiration of a man. When a man knows that he He's uh, trying but can't get to first base. That makes it intriguing. You know what I mean? That's some woman, man. I'm telling you. Tells his friend. Man, she ain't like the rest. I mean, she's something special. And before you know it, he begins acting by you with honor and respect. You force him to be honorable to you by the way you handle yourself. Free love hurts you hurts the woman more than the man because once you start engaging in free love, and when I say free love, I mean no commitment on the part of the man, then you come up pregnant. Well, naturally, when you tell him, watch his reaction. I just want to tell you that I'm in trouble. You sure are? <laughs> He's not going to say to you, sweetheart, nine out of ten men will not say, darling, go ahead and have the baby. I'll work hard and we'll take care of it. You know, they say, hey, you, you don't know what to do? <laughs> well, that costs money. Well, get it up. And then he may threaten to whoop her. And you notice his attitude changes real quick when pregnancy comes in. Check it out. Free love is a mess. And once you have the baby, if you, you don't want to abort it and you have it, then he cuts out. Because he didn't want a family anyway. He wanted pleasure. He didn't want a family. Assalamualaikum. Um, those are some beautiful words from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. If you would like to go ahead and listen to the rest of that lecture, you can find it on YouTube. At this time, we'll be bringing up our student assistant regional minister, Brother David Muhammad, to give us words from the region. All praise is due to Allah. Thank you so much, Sister Kia. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness to the oneness of God who came in the person of Master Father Muhammad, to whom praise is due forever. 
and that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is the exalted Christ and the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is the anointed Messiah and I miss, I would like to greet all of our viewers, our wonderful guests and co-moderators with the greeting words of peace on behalf of student regional minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Dear brothers and sisters, let's give it up for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. There's no guidance like the guidance that God is providing us through the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We would know nothing about getting on the straight path, nor the very existence of the straight path, truly, were it not for Allah's guidance to us through the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. If we heed the guidance that we are receiving today in this day and time, we will be blessed to be on that straight path because we have clear guidance in our midst. We have Allah's light being perfected right among us, and that light is guiding us out of darkness into the divine light of, of truth and of God himself. We need that light to light our path for our marriages, in our relationships. And so we have that guidance in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and we encourage each and every one of you, of course, to tune in to the national broadcast, as you saw in the commercial, tune in NOI.org and feed from the life-giving teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught and represented by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We thank you, brothers and sisters, for tuning in to another broadcast of the Male-Female Relationship Series, the vision of Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. We would like, and on his behalf, I would like to thank our wonderful guests who did a wonderful job, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia. We always thank Allah for the guidance that they uh, provide from their study of the life-giving teachings. And so we encourage you to continue to tune in to this wonderful broadcast. May Allah continue to bless you and your families. As-salamu alaykum. And at this time, you all, we will be bringing up back my co-moderator, Brother Hashim, who will close us out in prayer. And while we wait for Brother Hashim, we will say that uh, we do. Oh, there you go, Brother Hashim. Thank you, everybody, for giving us your attention for the day. We have had an absolutely wonderful program despite any technical difficulties. Allah perfects his light and the knowledge we received has certainly not changed. So with that family, we are going to close as we opened by calling on our God in prayer. So at this time, please assume whatever position of prayer you find the most comfortable and we pray. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the most merciful, master of this day of judgment in which we now live. Thee alone do we worship, and thine aid do we seek. Guide us on the right path, the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed thou favors, not the path upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor those who go astray. Amin. Aslam alaikum. <laughs>